even you were taking school. pictures for evidence was it historical yeah, evidence swear, swear to god we were taking pictures and we were saying someday these will be taken down in the world of conspiracies the supernatural and the downright spooky there are only two men who you can trust Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan or as they prefer to be called the unexplained legends This week on Unexplained Legends, the assassination of JFK. Welcome, listeners, this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I'm Roger O'Sullivan. With me, as always, is... Dennis Biscuits Lane. And together we are the Unexplained Legends. Uh, Dennis, what biscuits uh, have you um, gotten your name from? 45p Bourbons. 45p Bourbons. Yeah. I I have uh, I've switched my diet Ooh. entirely to biscuits. Winter diet. And I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I I got up this morning. I had some biscuits. Um. I had a I had a pan of chocolat for um for lunch, and I said, you know what? I'm going back to the biscuits. And I just, I've just been eating biscuits all day long. Forty five nice. pence a day. I don't. You, I have to check out the protein levels in them. <laughs> um, very low, I'd say. Not you, great, I'd say. Do you know what I do? I always get. Well, you've seen me do this. I get like into these health kicks. You know, then mm. I get very healthy for like little sprints. And uh, what that is, is that's me saying to my body, uh, like, listen, right, this could be a lot worse. So just don't let me gain weight and I won't make us do any of that shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's healthy. Yeah. I think it's always healthy when you're battling against yourself inside your own head. Yeah. I, when, um, I'm, when, I, when I do those like exercise things, it's just to scare my metabolism. It's like you know, fucking... <laughs> Do you know, I have a mirror in the in the room that I'm in here. It's a huge mirror, and it's to give you the illusion that the room is bigger than um, yes. the little um, little uh, rat trap. And um, I, when I go out to the, so like I was cooking chips the other night, right? Yeah. And when I go out to the to the kitchen, I do something sarcastic to myself in the mirror. Just I'll say like, you know, oh, I'm gonna just I'm checking the chips, I'm checking the chips, you know. <laughs> And I'll, but I'll, ca- oh. I'll some, sometimes I won't notice that I'm doing it, but then sometimes I catch myself doing it, and I'm just like, I don't know is that is that the start of something, you know? Yeah. Like, am I am I developing Dementia. something that I, yeah, <laughs> I need to, that I need to like Curb get a hold on? Curb it now. You know? I will say what well, something I will say to you is um, I used to, I used to live in a flat with a very small bedroom, and um, mm. I, what helped me is I had a mirror installed on the ceiling. Just oh, to yeah? make things so, look bigger. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> John, um, blow your mind. Well, I, I didn't actually, I didn't know where that was going to end. Oh, shut up. I didn't, no, how I would didn't, you not know? I knew where that I was going to end. Everybody in the whole world knew where that was going to end. I, I didn't. That's how quick my neurons are. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, funny in the most aggravating way possible. <laughs> look, talking about nice things, right? Um. I went to watch uh, X Men animated series yesterday, right? Because I I had went to uh, watch it. Yeah, well, well like I didn't. I didn't oh, sorry, I thought it. you were going to the <laughs> IMAX go to cinema. Right? <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought that was on the IMAX. I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> watching the second series, but I uh, I went to watch X Men the animated series, and I was like, "Whoa, this is this is great," um, because I had no interest in anything. Right, I suffer. Sometimes I suffer. I suffer very badly from having no interest. Right, which when you Google search, that, it comes up. Depression. With, yeah, it comes up way more serious. I don't want to do anything. I yeah. don't even want to think. You have um, what a so, many, or sorry, you have what like a war poet would call the melancholy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I um, uh, but I I was watching X Men the first episode. And I have to say, the effect that that must have had on 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 people must have been crazy. Mm. I'd say it definitely. Um, what do we say? It definitely influenced um, life partners afterwards. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're what you're you're saying. The Sentinels, those big muscly legs. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Sentinels. We, we've all wanted to go out with a giant metallic man, haven't we? Do, do you know? I'm. Do you know? I'm not. I know as well, right? When like that, I'm now out of that cartoon kind of phase as well. Finally, right? right. Is when there Fine. was a sentinel, right? Which, if anyone doesn't know, is a giant uh, mutant hunting robot, right? Mm. Um, it's absolutely gigantic, but it was busting into a shopping center. <laughs> Sorry, um, you've said it, that like the way you've said that in, in the way of it being real. 
Like, do you know the way somebody will, will say, like, no, honestly, you can't understand how big the Grand Canyon is. They're huge. You should see the Sentinel that makes them, the Master Sentinel. He's <laughs> yeah, bigger than right. them. Yes. Um, <laughs> Continue. But he he was coming into a shopping mall, into a shopping center, and all I was thinking while I was watching it was, like, he's wrecking the place. Like, <laughs> like this is going to be a disaster to fix. Like, why would, why would they send these things after them? And I was just thinking about all this kind of, like, tone planning stuff, and I was like, I'm not cut out from cartoons anymore. I think um, you could be on to you could be on to a little conspiracy there is that maybe the Sentinels are being funded by like big construction. It could be, yeah, because shopping malls are dying as well. Yeah, yeah. The did they know that then? Or, uh, or? Yeah, they would have known that then. It, actually, I think it gets updated as you watch it. <laughs> oh, does it? Does it? The, yeah, it's really good. I think who? Um, well, you know who I identified most with. In, um, Wolverine. No. Uh, Cyclops. No. Uh, Beast. Fraser, was it? No, it wasn't Fraser. Uh, was it Rogue's arse? No, no, no. In a way, that you're closest with that. Do you know what I, do you know what I was thinking, Jordan, as well, right? Which is terrible to admit. But I was thinking, Rogue, right? Like, everyone thinks, oh, Rogue is the hottest one ever. But, like, Storm is ridiculous looking. Like, she, Storm is 10 out of 10. And then in walks Jean, and it's like, holy crap. Like she's unreal, but I don't know. It just they never got the. No, the, come on. Oh, I, you know what's terrible? If you watch it now, Xavier looks young. <laughs> Shut up. He he's does. A fucking he cartoon looks young. though. He's he a fucking car- looks young. He's he a looks cartoon. Young. It does. He looks like Mr. Muscle. No, he does. <laughs> oh, he does actually. <laughs> I was thinking of the wrong Mr. Muscle, but you're thinking of like the the kind of the beefier guy. Yeah, yeah. He does look like him. The. Uh, I think uh, I just to answer you as well. Gambit. That's who I related to most in Gambit. In the Gambit show. was um, another was thing, me. right? I, another, another thing. Right? I was going through a bit of a bit of a one yesterday, right? as you can imagine, yeah. right? But um, her name was Elaine. Um, but I was uh, Gambit was in the shopping center, right? And what he was doing first introduction is he's chatting up this one behind the yeah, uh, yeah. counter, right? I mean, she's unreal, right? Cartoon, whatever. She's unreal. Yeah. And Gambit says, Gambit's buying a deck of cards. And she goes, you normally play with these. And he says, oh, you know, just when I have nothing else to play with. Right? And they're Ooh. flirting. And I was, I definitely, when I was younger, thought like, holy shit, like this is, this is going to be unreal on roller. Like, what <laughs> shopping center? <laughs> Saying stuff like this to people working behind counters. And like, Bob's your uncle. like Borderline you know? assault. he's leading up to it now meanwhile i'm there and i'm saying yeah okay just start flicking the cards man just start flicking the the cards for anyone anyone that didn't doesn't know he just flicked a card i can flick cards yeah that's why i'm like gambit but uh before before we move on um i'm sorry but i do i think rogue you're 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 (laughs) there's a bit of revisionism going on here rogue is the best Yes, but right, that's fine, okay. But I think that it was a shame that Storm and Jean were ignored so so much. Well, I think I agree with you on Storm, right? Storm, very very good looking woman as well. Jean, put her in the madhouse. Have you seen Jean? Gee, I I know, but she's a she's a loose cannon. I'd beast to get to Jean. Oh, you can't. That that is actually. That is actually the worst thing. You complain about me. That's the worst thing anyone has what? ever said on this podcast. What? Beast needs love too. What's wrong with that? That is that is terrible. The way you said it. What? You're treating what him like mean? an object. It's terrible. Beast likes to be treated like an object. That's uh, his thing. That's his kink. It's not. He it says, treat me like a lamp. No. Poor old Beast. But he's not poor old Beast. He's a monster. He's, he's not. Huge. He'd no. kick the crap out of you. It's not no. poor old beast. Poor beast. All right, what are we doing this week? I'm feeling right. Okay, it's November. I'm feeling something spooky, something kind of alien, maybe UFOs, something like that. All right, that's what I'm in the mood for. What are we doing? All right, this week, Dennis. Right, you obviously aren't up on your conspiracy holidays. Mm-hmm. But this week, it's the anniversary of something very important. The Hindenburg. Yeah, it's the, the Hindenburg. Who who shot the Hindenburg? Um, the no, Dennis. This week we're doing very, very, very uh, aptly. Mm-hmm. We're on on the sixtieth anniversary of it. We are doing the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Oh my God! A big one, lads. 
Oh, FJK, here we go. One of the biggest I'd, ones. I'd I, there better there better be fanfare inserted into this. Fanfare. All sorts of music I want happening right now as we're talking about this. JFK, that's probably I mean, is that the big one? Moon landing in this one? Is there they they must be two of the heavyweights. I think definitely, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's almost um moon landing, JFK and the Illuminati. And they're all connected. Yeah, of course they are. Allegedly. <laughs> the, so I guess on the back of that, Dennis, do you want to crack on with the old lamestream narrative? Let's do it. President John F. Kennedy was the youngest person to ever assume the office of the President of the United States of America. He was seen as a dynamic shift for the American political landscape, given his Irish Catholic background and his Get America Movie Again slogan. He was a bastion of progressive hope for 1960s America. Despite his broad appeal, Kennedy won his presidency with a narrow popular vote, despite a sizable electoral college majority. He knew re-election would be difficult. Thus, sowed the seeds of his own destruction. Here we go, JFK. I. It's funny as well. I think a lot of people ignore his dad when they're talking about him as well. What do you mean? You know that, like you know, like that he was this ray of hope and stuff and something new and whatever. But he was backed up by his dad, who was like, you know, one of the worst people ever. I'd say, really, like he was crooked as hell, and he got him into got him into office. But listen, we all. You know, all of our dads have been guilty of of transgressions. <laughs> that time your dad um, fixed it so you won that credit union poster competition, that was ridiculous. Well, listen, there's, I, I, I was a ray of hope. I was one of the few non-tracers. Some, oh, <laughs> I just want to bring it up again. Oh. My friend, I, just, I'm just, I don't care if I mention right, it on the podcast. Right. My friend traced Emil Heskey for Match of the Day paused it on his television, traced it, and won credit union competition with that. I, That's uh, a, f- honestly, a feat among men. That they, you know, stop the vote. Stop the count. That is, um, there's something wrong with that. So for JFK, did did he, when did he become president? What year was it? Uh, you want me to have information like that? <laughs> yeah, just simple stuff. The, uh, what, was it, what was his first name? Robert <laughs> the J I think it was J A Y uh you expect me I think it was 1960 but I'll check it off okay cuz you want okay. to wrong foot me don't you No I don't want to wrong foot you I just want to know who got them into I was going to say who got us into the Vietnam war and um uh and it was the French is the answer but um when did uh, JFK oh, come into uh, um, office The oh, it says here 1961 Okay I Does that make sense? Uh, yes I, I read something um, pretty interesting about the Bay of Pigs, right? Just read a little bit about it um, mm. the other day. That when JFK came in, he was really hoping to shore up, like, uh, kind of the anti-communism kind of feeling there. Like, he, he needed yeah. to do something to, to kind of prove himself because they weren't sure about it. So then someone came along and had the worst idea of all time to um, invade um, Cuba. And he was kind of pressured into doing it. Dennis, this that ties in exactly to... You you've you've been doing your homework. You've been doing uh, your homework because it's a, he was determined to campaign hard in order to shore up his hopes of re-election, right? And among his most important concerns in this regard was the state of Texas, holding twenty four electoral college seats. It would be a huge loss if it was to flip to um, to the Republican Party. Uh, Kennedy, a man who campaigned on exactly what you're talking about, reducing the missile gap between America and the Cold War. And uh, was also trying to take a hard line stance on on the commies. His reputation had taken hits in the wake of the Cuban Missile Crisis and the Bay of Pigs fiasco, uh, which is why, uh, despite the deft diplomacy that he uh, that he actually displayed during, particularly the Cuban Missile Crisis, he was being seen by these uh, more Republican areas as uh, going weak on the commies yep he was um 
I think it's crazy though with JFK, right? When we get into it, I'm sure that there are, it's the one where you can't say like, oh, I think it was them. I think it was them. I think it was them. It could have been like 60 different people. So I can't wait for your theories. There must be like 145 theories. There are a lot of theories this episode. There mm. are a lot of, the- there's actually one that I was so annoyed I couldn't find. Um, I know for a fact, like I'll find it at some stage and I'll bring it up um, in the future. But I know for a fact there's one. We'll get into the Warren Commission and stuff like that. But but some of the commissions mm. that were done to investigate um, JFK's assassination, they they had to go down every single every single person they interviewed. Mm-hmm. They had to investigate as a possibility in some of the commissions, and there's some ludicrous stuff in there. But but so we're up to the point. You, you'll point out when it's ludicrous, though, won't you? Well, no, like no, no. I don't mean it's actually ludicrous. Oh, okay. I don't. What does that? What does that word mean then? You'd consider it ludicrous. I think okay. that it's worth it's worth interrogating. So, just to bring us up to speed again, it's um, JFK, pre- president um, of America. He 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 knows his re-election is going to be difficult because of some of the problems that have happened. Cuban Missile Crisis, Bay of Pigs. And he's specifically trying to shore up places like Texas. He's already campaigning hard, even though the next election isn't isn't even in sight yet. But he's all that he's he's intentionally campaigning hard, right? The culmination of these and many other factors had led to JFK being driven down Dealey Plaza in Dallas, Texas on November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, in none other than an open top convertible the choice of a convertible was key to kennedy as he felt that he needed to make a huge impression on the people of texas in order to solidify their vote this is this is very michael collins as well isn't it like for anyone that's out there listening right michael collins like big irish freedom fighter and whatever right and he went down to make a peace deal down the south where he was from in ireland and he he went went down down in a cadillac wasn't it a convertible (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he got stuck in a ditch and they shot him to bits. Yeah. No, but he, but he went down there and they were like, oh, look, I don't think it's a good idea. Like, I think they're they're going to kill you. Like, you know, just, yeah. you know, at least wear a helmet or something. Mm. And he was like, no, 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 I have this under control. And obviously got shot, killed. It's it's this kind of bravado. You know, he should have got a portmobile. That's what he should have got. It, it, the, I think that would have drawn more attention in some respects. The <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it would have made a pretty. But I suppose the thing is as well, if he covered himself up down there, they probably would call him a coward. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, potentially. I, I, what I will say on the Collins thing is, um, in my uh, my transition year work experience, I I did um, lighting for a play. Very um, very unusual, mm-hmm. but did lighting for a play, and the play was a. Oh, I don't care. It was terrible, right? It's terrible. Written by like a local primary school principal. Uh, when, I think when you. When you say lighting, do you mean you turned on and off the lights when people sat on? Or when I look back on it, you wouldn't believe how involved it was. Like I you know couldn't what? do it now. Fourteen-year-old me, for some reason, could do it. I couldn't do it now. <laughs> Are you regressing? No. Par- yeah, I think I am. Part of it, right? Part of it was that when he was shot, I had to do a blackout and immediately turn on a spotlight. Like it, and, and I'm controlling the spotlight. Uh, a spotlight that would later go on to burn down the whole theatre. <laughs> that would true. later to go on <laughs> to yeah. win an Oscar in yeah. Avatar. But um, absolutely um, insane, the stuff I had to do on it. Uh, I don't know how I, I ever did it. But um, basically, the play the play was taken and adapted. I think it was called The Phoenix. It was adapted to include a framing device. And the mm. framing device was that it was being told in in the 60s to a classroom full of students, right? Okay. And the students would be, uh, each consecutive night, the entire primary like classes from different schools in the area. So then all the parents obviously had to buy tickets to come see the play. Genius. Yeah. It was, Genius. Like, honestly, it was ridiculous, right? But this is the thing. That's uh, that's more of a De Valera move than a Collins move. <laughs> yeah. Like a- <laughs> but this, there was a line in the play. There was a line in the play right before he was shot. There was a line in the play where he says, um, he says, oh, they wouldn't be foolish enough to shoot me in my own county. 
then immediately gets shot and falls over. <laughs> and, and then does a little death rattle thing. And as he's and doing oh as he's doing the death rattle thing, the other guy who worked in the theatre leaned over to me and said, he was shot clean through the head. He didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> there, we did a play called um, uh, it was a Shadow of a Gunman by Sean O'Casey. Oh, yes, yes. And we did that and... It, it, like it, it wasn't actually too bad in fairness as far as like plays go and stuff but we did that we put it on for absolutely ages and there was loads of people came to it and it was really really tough and uh, then our drama teacher who was an absolute like she's from hell like she mm. is from hell an awful awful person she um, turns out she never actually applied to put it on so um, all the money that we made uh, had to be given away because we lost we didn't have the rights to it I'm uh, I'm delighted about that. The, <laughs> Why are you delighted? I think we that's lost. hilarious. I, I we lost. I, I also think um, it's. I think it's very funny that you're like, you know, as all players go, it wasn't the worst one. Well, it's, I'm. See, you, you know, you don't have a background in this, right? The year before that, did Twelve Angry Men transition your play of Twelve Angry Men? That's unreal. That is that was uh, horrendous. Uh, there, there is a whole. There should be a like a Criterion collection of uh transition your plays right because we did we did get this right what did we, you do my my year we did sweeney todd which right, i've yeah. subsequently spoken to uh like a musical like conductor of, or like somebody who has worked on professional productions of this and they have said that they unless you're working like in the west end even then people don't have the voices to hit the notes it's like insane like it it's insane level of, of i technique. swear roger if this finishes with this guy going but what you did no, no 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 it was terrible <laughs> no of course it was terrible no but but only and it was at the time everyone said it was terrible because like the people didn't have the voices to be able to achieve like the, the stuff that's going on so your voices really especially tough. the lads were probably all over the place at that stage oh my god it was Balls terrible dropping right? up and down all over a- the place absolutely terrible only overshadowed by the next year by the next year when they did hairspray where <laughs> I'm not joking you they blacked up half the year <laughs> oh no yeah is there any photographic evidence of that? There's loads. I remember can... actually when we were leaving, like in our when we were leaving, uh, <laughs> that we we started taking pictures of that stuff on our on our phone because we were like that. We knew like we weren't in the year, but we knew it was wrong that they were doing that. And yeah, you were we just were leaving. You were taking school, pictures for evidence, was it? Historical yeah, swear, evidence. Swear to God, we were taking pictures. We were saying someday these will be taken down. And we need to, we need proof of like because they were they were our friends had been forced by teachers to black up. Yeah, but you know it's you know it's even worse. Like imagine some guy there now works in like Barclays or something, you know, and and it's like oh, there's a picture after coming up you there, Barry, and it's like oh no, I was forced to do it. Like yeah, he's yeah. done. He can't defend yeah, himself. Yeah. I I specifically remember a few a few lads who were like, we won't do this, and the teachers said, you will get detention if you don't do this. <laughs> Um, can you imagine that? Can you imagine teachers forcing you to black up? They, it was it was a better time. They, never <laughs> never saw JFK doing going no, this way. No, all right. So, on, so so Dennis, his security detail were not happy about the choice of Kennedy's uh, convertible, right? But but JFK was insistent. In fact, the it was nearly even averted by reported rainfall that day. Uh, that, uh, supposedly it was meant to rain very heavily and they were like oh no I won't be able to have the have the roof down I, I know you probably won't notice but like are we saying so that it wasn't like a a common thing to do this like to go on an open top car no no what? it was like, uncommon it definitely was uncommon like they didn't okay. want him to do it Okay. his security detail you know potentially oh, other okay. people might have wanted him to do it within mm-hmm. we'll get to that later but uh, unfortunately the weather never never materialised Thus, um, uh, allowing him to Kennedy to get his wish, right? Because Kennedy wanted there to be nothing, no barrier between him and his potential voters. That's what he. That's what he. He said at the time, and indeed, he got his wish when at twelve thirty p.m. that day, JFK would be shot and fatally wounded while passing through Dealey Plaza. Secret servicemen scrambled to get onto the president's car and to shield him from danger as the shots rang out across the plaza. However, they were unfortunately unable to do anything as Kennedy had already been shot through the head. 
He would be pronounced dead 30 minutes later. As chaos broke out in the plaza, people reeled from the horrible sight that they had just witnessed. And immediately, immediately, Dennis, people struggled to find out what had happened. I'm sure they had an idea, did they? No, I don't think so. Uh, well, like uh, it wasn't like someone ro- like pinged a rock off his head or anything. Like I think they could establish at that point that it was a bullet. Uh, there was actually a few people were looking around for Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> you punk man! Yeah. But Kennedy's still dead. Um, I so the Secret Service. I would say um, you know you can't expect them to go faster than a bullet or expect it. But I do feel that jumping on him afterwards was almost humiliating more than anything you think you know? so i'd imagine being on top of kennedy just bracing yourself for a bullet into the back just going oh jeez like you'd be, you'd be like shout no he's dead he's already don't, dead don't, don't shoot again he's dead you've he's seen dead. The, you've seen the video of the lad jumping on the car to get to <laughs> see, a secret service lad with his thumb up in the air going, yeah he's dead we got him we Great got shot. him I, they actually now in the um in the hiring criteria you do have to be able to run faster than a bullet uh, well, they probably don't hire office. too many people today. <laughs> no, they don't. It's actually become more dangerous for a president. You know, you know what I think we should recognize, though, is that like his wife is sitting next to him and this guy's head got fucking blown off. Like yeah. That must have been the worst experience <laughs> ever. I, I know. And it must have been terrible. But if my mother was in that position, the first thing she'd said is um, she'd say something like, serves you right now? Yeah, I told him, I told yeah. him to, to put the, the roof up. The, it, yeah, it genuinely must have been. I actually think one of the most bizarre aspects is um, the not long afterwards, uh, you know, Lyndon B. Johnson was sworn in LBJ. as 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 vice or from vice president into um, president, mm. and uh, the Jackie Jackie Kennedy was there. It happened so quickly. It happened on Air Force One. Jackie Kennedy was there. And still had blood on her dress from the assassination. That's crazy. Yeah. The So, Dennis, luckily, the murderer, one Lee Harvey Oswald, was apprehended soon after. All right. So, well, now. You're saying the murderer is this guy, which I think most no. people would have known. <laughs> Listen, right. The official so, narrative okay, states that Oswald... While acting alone, shot Kennedy from the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository with a man, Manlicker Carcano rifle. However, while I'm sure I pronounced that right, however, while in police custody, Oswald was shot and murdered by one Jack Ruby before he could ever stand trial. Despite never getting an official confession, the case of who was responsible for one of the darkest days in American history was closed. Or at least that's what they'd want you to believe. Oh, the yes. bastards. Yeah. So Jack Ruby, who's who's that guy? Uh, lots of mob ties to this guy. Okay. And Kennedy had some mob ties as well, did he? His dad. Uh, you could say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we at the point where you've given us kind of the filler? Like, are we moving towards the theories or is there more? Well, there's more. There's more. There's always more, Dennis. Filler? What the fuck does filler mean? Filler, like, is it, you know, nice dinner, fill you up, that's what I mean. I fucking write these. (laughs) I fucking spend hours a week writing these. (laughs) The truth of the matter is that Kennedy's assassination is among one of the most prevalent sources of conspiracy theories in the history of American pop culture. Despite multiple internal investigations and attempts to put the matter to bed, such as the Warren Commission. In a poll in 2009, 70% of Americans still did not believe the official narrative. In fact, even the United States House Select Committee on Assassinations carried out in 1976 considered the possibility of a second shooter operating from the infamous Grassy Knoll uh, and the potential for the assassination being part of a wider conspiracy. The assassination of JFK remains a topic of intense speculation and debate, 
While the official account supports the idea of a lone gunman, numerous theories persist, each offering a different narrative of the events leading to that fateful day in Dallas. The mystery surrounding the assassination continues to capture the public's imagination. What really happened on November 22nd, 1963, remains until this day unexplained. So, uh, let's start with Lee Harvey Oswald. What did he say was his reason for killing JFK or what's his motivation? He um he said he was a patsy. So he said he was just completely like uh put up by someone else to do it, was it? He was like forced into it or something. I I don't think he ever said that he I think he he never said he did it. Oh, he never admitted to it. I don't think he did. Let me check that up. I don't think yeah. he ever said that he did it. All right, th- so where did they where did they catch him then? In shining his rifle up on the sixth floor or whatever it is. I think they actually captured him from that, from from the from um, the book depository. They actually captured him in a... Oh, my internet's not fucking working. Um, they actually captured him in a... Coming out of a theater, I think, a movie theater. All right, so they didn't capture him at the scene at all? No, no, they didn't capture him at the scene. Oh, okay, yeah. so then... How did they know it was him? They just said it was him. So they had no like eyewitness or whatever, like to chase him down after that or anything. You know, or like you know, uh, why why the hell were they after him? So the I think the reason they were actually after him. Uh, my internet's completely gone, uh, which yeah. is unsettling because Boring. we're recording this over the internet. But uh, I think that they actually captured him because um, he, I think he shot a police officer after leaving one of the movie theaters who was trying to apprehend him and he shot him and then i think that's how he was apprehended am i correct uh i have to say right his his wikipedia page is gigantic like absolutely gigantic it's it's Um, big so oswald has uh he had defected at one point to the yeah soviet soviet russia i saw that up there um, yeah, he actually seriously wounded another guy as well. I didn't know that, John Connolly. Oh yes, Texas governor. Yeah. And John Con- Connolly later uh, became a Republican. He shot three rifle shots. Supposedly. Well, they claim, yeah, they claim. And this other guy, James Tag or whatever his name is, he received a minor facial injury as well from a small piece of curb stone. <laughs> That's really um, like there's no wonder people don't talk about that. I'll just I'll just read this bit right because I think it's important. According to investigations, after the shooting, Oswald covered the rifle with boxes and descended via the rear stairwell. About ninety seconds after the shot sounded, he was encountered in the second floor lunchroom by Dallas police officer Marion L. Baker, who was with Oswald's supervisor, Roy Truly. Baker let Oswald pass after Truly identified him as an employee. Baker later said Oswald did not seem nervous or out of breath. Doopy doopy doopy. Um Okay, where did he go? Okay, he boarded a bus, uh, and then he was stuck in um, traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he took a taxi to a place, and he um, he just went into his house, and then he went out again. Yeah, uh, because this is like a like a, a point by point covering. So this yes, is, <laughs> this is why I'm so badly summarizing it. Um, so then the Warren Commission concluded that approximately one fifteen p.m. Dallas Patrolman J. D. Tippett That's drove up to. Drove up in his patrol car alongside Oswald, presumably because Oswald resembled the broadcast description of the man seen by witness Howard Brennan firing shots at Kennedy's motorcade. All yes. right, so a guy, a guy did kind of pick him out. He, enco- he encountered Oswald near the corner of blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't need this. So he pulled alongside Oswald and apparently exchanged words with him through the right front or vent window. He exited his car and Oswald immediately fired his pistol and killed the policeman with four shots. Yeah. Wow. You, you can and never be was, too careful, though, with police officers. Like, you know, it's kill or be killed, really. Shoot first, as you say. <laughs> yeah. And then and then he was um, then he was arrested um, at the Texas Theater. And he said soon after his arrest, Oswald encountered reporters in a hallway. Oswald declared, I didn't shoot anybody. They've taken me in because of the fact that I lived in the Soviet Union. I'm just a patsy. There you go. He ne- so he never confessed to doing it. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. And you were so indoctrinated, you believed he had. 
Yeah, I was indoctrinated one way. You're indoctrinated the other way. Let's <laughs> try and meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. You? And me, look at me. I, and I assumed he hadn't. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And know. it turned out to be correct. Well, it turned out to be something. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's where Lee Harvey Oswald stands. And then what about Jack Ruby? Where does he come in? Jack Ruby. Well, like, um, he, I think, was Jack Ruby. Did he die soon after killing Oswald? Or is he um, just living his life? I think I'll give this as well because it's it may as well. Detectives were escorting Oswald this on November twenty fourth mm. through the basement of Dallas Police Headquarters toward an armored car, and um, Dallas nightclub operator Jack Ruby approached mm. Oswald from the side of the crowd and shot him once in the abdomen at close range. Shot rang out. A police detective recognized Ruby and exclaimed, "Jack, you son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the crowd outside the headquarters applauded when they heard that Oswald had been shot. Um, so yeah, he was taken to hospital where he's pronounced dead two days earlier. Mm. Um, yeah, so Ruby Ruby's motive, he says, is that he wanted to save Miss Kennedy the discomfort of coming back to the trial. Okay, interesting one. Doesn't really sound very convincing to me. Um, he was involved in a lot of illegal activities, though. Um, he definitely mob toys. Yeah, this Robert Blakely, chief counsel for the House Select Committee on Assassinations, right? Yes. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> Said the most plausible explanation for the murder of Oswald by Jack Ruby was that Ruby had stalked him on behalf of organized crime, trying to reach him on at least three occasions in the forty-eight hours before he silenced him forever. Mm. What? What? Kind, why? And that's it. They don't even explain. That's just that sentence. Yeah. Well, I I think d- don't read any further, Dennis. Be out of okay. uh, out of fear of spoilers. I think. Okay. But we but have yeah. here. Can I? Can we, sorry. Can we just sum yeah. it up? Right. So Kennedy gets shot. Yeah. Uh, Oswald is supposedly up on the book depository. He runs down. Some people actually do see him in that building. Right. Which I think. Well, yeah, important. but of course they do. He worked there. Yeah, I know, but they, they see him going down. But like he is in the building. Like we can place him in the building at least. Yeah. You can say yes because he works there. That's fine. Um, a, a witness said that he saw him, which I will say eyewitnesses are notoriously crap. So yes. I don't know how he saw him. Um, that's a bit a bit wonky. But then he did end up killing a police officer, which you would think he would have no reason to do at the time. No, I I disagree with that one. As we've already then, said... It's kill or be killed with these police officers nowadays. And then Jack Ruby uh, rocks on and shoots him. And a guy goes, Jack, you son of a bitch, which is hilarious. Yeah, but yeah. Why, what does the Jack Ruby guy have to do with this? But anyway, so, that's, that's where we are. Yeah, well, I think we'll get to those. I think all your questions actually will be answered. They better be. They, they'll be answered. There is, um, I think there is not, I think I have nine theories for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I have nine theories. So it's 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 a big old one, right? Theory number one is, of course, we'll get it out of the way, is just that the official narrative was correct. Okay. Yeah. I like that you pay that respect note in these episodes where the first theory is, it is what it is. It is yeah. what I just, what they think it is. Call a spade a spade. There's actually, if you want to know more about people believing it, there's a great episode of um, King of the Hill where um what's the name of the na- dale is that the conspiracy mm. theorist neighbor next door oh i actually don't know but i, I think it is dale gribble where um t his son's struggling to sleep so he reads him what he said was the the biggest fairy tale that the american government ever produced and he starts reading the warren commission mm. and while reading the warren commission uh he starts to believe the official narrative and this leads him to have like a psychotic break when he realizes that it's that it's it's not real, or like that it's totally uh, that it's all above board, and then he like becomes this ultra patriotic American person. Uh, it's a very uh, I highly highly recommend that. Um, but so the first proper theory, let's say, Dennis, is number one, and and I should say uh, these theories. I think the majority of these theories actually are mentioned in the nineteen seventy six. Uh, House Select Committee on Assassinations. So these are mm-hmm. potential uh, theories that, that they have investigated. Uh, sorry to rewind a little bit, but yeah. just before we move off that first theory, can you just sum up why you don't think that that's the theory, that like it was a lone gunman just shooting Kennedy? Why do you think 
that's not the, do, you, do you think it's just not plausible like uh i think it's so i just think that there's so many holes that come that come up right yeah there you know you have stuff like um the magic bullet which i won't get into but you have stuff yeah. like that like the, the idea that he couldn't possibly do it you have the other one of the what what are his motives you know there's not really any clear motives for why he did it um, well he was it was you know he was over in the soviet union for a little bit but he actually could have got when he defected, he became he went completely the other way. When he or so he 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 double defected. He came back again. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that you you know I think he's above suspicion as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Right. Uh, why why did he do it? The fact that it was so there even let's say he did do it, right? The fact he acted alone to me is implausible. I just think it's important to maybe keep in mind as we're going through these series that if if it was you know by someone like some underworld organization or like let's say Russians or whatever right or some people within his own government why would they leave it to such chance that this guy you know is going to shoot from like a very hard shot and you know like even set him up you know like he doesn't even know he's being set up you get what I mean yeah like he yeah. he thinks he's talking to Soviet Russia. He's actually talking to the CIA, right? I don't even know yes. if they were on at the time, right? But <laughs> do you know, like yeah. he, so like he's. Wouldn't you really make sure of it if you had this golden opportunity as someone? Well, you you would potentially, and that that brings us to our first theory. Okay, is the multiple shooter theory. Right. So this is one of the most persistent conspiracy theories. Suggests that there were actually multiple shooters involved in the assassination. Because this comes from the fact that in on the day, um, there's so you talk about like eyewitness testimony, or even in this case, ear witness testimony, right? People <laughs> have massive contradictions about where they heard the shots coming from. Mm. So this has led people to the theory that they're actually, like you said, it was a golden opportunity. You can't leave it up to chance of it just being one person. So some argue that the shots that actually killed Kennedy came from the grassy knoll which is a small hill in uh, Dealey Plaza, right? And, and this, the, ar- the argument of this one is essentially the actual person who's planned to kill Kennedy is there, right? Gets a much yeah. closer shot. And that Oswald has been placed there as a patsy to fire shots to, like, distract everyone. Okay, yeah, I get that. So, so how many shots were heard then? So, uh, an argument between I think the I think some people say between three and five, but the big yeah. argument is they say that there were three shots fired by Oswald, and then some people argue there was a fourth, and they're like, "Who's that fourth from?" Why didn't they just give Oswald like a fucking big massive machine gun or something? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what do you just mean? let him like if they wanted to make sure of it, like why didn't they just give him a bazooka or something? Because he only, he only yeah. they only wanted to kill Kennedy. All right, yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure they, they would have taken it if they killed a few more. No, they would have been very upset if they took Jackie. Well, they mangled the governor as well. They would have been very upset. Who? They would have, yeah. Um, there was back like when a, criminals had like scruples. They were like, oh, we won't shoot a woman. Like a landmine. No. Do you know? That would no. have done. No, they, 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 they had to do they had to do shooting. They were gentlemen. Uh, yeah, they were. They were they were gentlemen assassins. Uh, I, I'll say as well, um, on the... On the idea of um, the Soviet Union being involved, you might be surprised to hear that that's actually not that common a theory. Because at this point, because of concessions made during the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, Kennedy was actually quite like well regarded. He was considered like a um, a useful counterpart. In, um, in all right, yeah. So, so they liked him. Yeah, they were. So they they were actually like, "This is good for us." They thought they could use them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the next theory, Dennis, is CIA involvement, right? Another theory implicates the Central Intelligence Agency in the assassination. Proponents claim that Kennedy's alleged lack of support for anti-Castro Cuban exiles and his desire to pursue detente with the Soviet Union angered some within the intelligence committee if you remember back to our episode i don't know what number it is but operation northwoods 
mm-hmm. which was uh, uh, basically a false uh, proposed idea from the American military to do a false flag operation within Cuba um, to have an excuse to invade. That uh, his his refusal to sign off on that. Some people say that that's what signed his death warrant with the CIA. So he wasn't backing them up. He wasn't being too strong on communism. And then they said, all right, we're going to get rid of him. Yeah. We need so we not, need a guy, a hardliner. So you're saying that the, the CIA probably, I don't know what they're called in America, but like the Ministry of Defense or something. And the CIA are in cahoots to kill Kennedy. Oh, yeah. It's all the deep state. Okay. It's fucking deep state. They're terrible. The deep state, yeah. Like Japanese knotweed. Um, so... All right. Okay. Uh, and what's their what's their purpose? Is it just that they want them to go along with more plans, or do they, is there any like definite stuff attached to this theory? They want to send a message of like, if you step out of line with what we want, we could end you like that. To everyone. And to to any future president. president. Oh, right. Okay. So they're saying that we we only. Do you think there's any theory there that didn't actually mean to kill him? They just meant to scare him a bit, give him a big scare. Hmm. Uh, maybe one, but you won't like that one. Okay, <laughs> you won't like that. it's aliens. Yeah, <laughs> don't put a pin in that. Um, so we CIA involvement. Next one, Dennis. Mafia connections. Right. All right. Explain the mafia connections to me before okay. I um. Okay. Some conspiracy theories point to the involvement of organized crime, particularly the mafia. The theory suggests the Kennedy's administration, with Attorney General Robert Kennedy leading the charge, cracked down on the mafia, right, leading them to orchestrate the president's assassination because they felt like they'd been wronged because, like you said, the Kennedy family lo- had long-standing ties to the mafia. Yeah, so Robert Kennedy, he went and he did break the back of like the mafia and stuff, right, yeah. to a certain extent. But he also, I'm fairly sure, like did it in the most like allegedly... Um, non-legislative way possible and pretty much had like kind of a secret police on the go right allegedly right like he, he did it in a bad way uh but he did do it i suppose um i'm a results so, man myself so yeah you'd, you'd love living in the philippines or something so um so <laughs> i'm moving to manila so he he you're saying that this is revenge um and to kind of but then that then that even speaks more for me that like the like if I was a mafia, I, I, the, but the mafia don't even like they don't even want to kill like civilians and stuff. Kill the president, like you would have everyone on your doorstep. You've been watching constantly. too many Sopranos, man. You've been watching too many Sopranos. You're thinking of a weak mafia. This a is back ma- when the mafia was still strong, right? This is well, when what, men were men. What is what has happened? Omerta, right? This so this is how this theory kind of goes. And I, I actually think for me this is one of the this is one of the pretty um like let's say uh, this is one of the pretty convincing theories. Right. Mm, the non bullshitty one. No. No. Okay. But the what's convincing about this is so as you said, Kennedy's family ties to the mafia. Some yeah. people allege that the mafia even helped them get him get elected so the mafia is probably thinking we've got one you know we've got a man on the inside now it's the president and then he turns his back on, on them and so does his brother so they're mm. like you have you you know you have humiliated us so we have to kill you okay. and then well, like- and people suggest that that's why ruby was there as well is that oswald was leveraged by the mafia well, I get the Ruby thing sounds weird, like because he is a nightclub owner. They're going yeah. to be notoriously involved, especially at the time with organized crime and stuff. Mm. So I can totally get that. Plus, the police officer knew who he was. Yeah, um, that spotted him, um, and he goes to hush him up because the mafia are basically saying, like, "You go and do this, or we're going to kill everyone." You know, you better do it. Yeah, um, and they don't know how long Oswald will hold. You know, yeah, his but, story. but 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 Oswald didn't start squawking at all, like. Yeah, but they yeah. don't know how long that's going to hold. Oh, so you think that he, he's actually going to... But if you're going to kill, like, I don't know, like, if, you, if you're going to kill the president, you hardly think you're going to get away with it. Well, no, I think the, I think the mafia were working from an assumption of this guy, Oswald. They, imagine they said, like, we'll kill your family or whatever, you know? 
You, they've said it more intimidatingly than that. But they, they're like, so then they, they say, okay, we're going to kill your family and stuff, right? But unless, <laughs> unless you, uh, unless you kill the president. So they, they're they saying, you kill the president. If you get away with it, fine. We'll never touch it. It's what we want. Yeah. But that's up to you. It's up to you to get away with it. And then when he doesn't get away with it, they're like, we can't risk him. You know, we can't risk this not cracking yeah yeah no i i would i would imagine that they would try and get rid of him straight away there'd be no point in having that loose end of some lad walking around there who you've set up to kill the president yeah um and so what happened afterwards then when the president was killed like did they stop cracking down the mafia the mafia pretty much like you've seen the sopranos haven't you they <laughs> got a tv show it was a fucking peak it was peak honestly it's pretty much within 10 years you're talking about the godfather <laughs> the godfather <laughs> The Godfellas. <laughs> Great one. Yeah. I, I, actually, I, I was... With Robert De Pacino. I was chatting with somebody recently about, um, do you know, the big debate around... Uh, I've never seen it, but Wolf of Wall Street, the big debate about whether it's morally correct to, uh, you know, to show characters like this on screen. Mm-hmm. Glamorizing him. Yeah. And I said, how can you expect, uh, how can you expect, you know, a moral compass from a filmmaker who would willing to call actual criminals good fellas. This Very guy, true. this yeah. guy is corrupt. This Check guy, and mate. Yeah, you know, you know what's really interesting about the Godfather movie is that there's loads of things in there. Like um, uh, Sonny, uh, he says things like uh, "bada bing, bada boom" and all that. Yeah, right. I think right. He says stuff like that. There's um, there's all different sorts of stuff in there. The mafia started using and acting like the characters in the godfather afterwards they started taking phrases from the godfather and using them in the mafia so oh. it actually it actually influenced the mafia which is i so think cool. there's even something like do you know the guy who wrote the book that's based on i think you might have told me this that, who is he is he da, is he delilo or is that him uh possibly but he but he wrote it to cover gambling debts oh yeah yeah he to, was to he, the mafia yeah, he he, but he was fully he was he like he knew he grew up around them and everything like he had a but, very bad gambling problem. But the stuff that he it basically is this like snake eating itself, where the stuff he put in the books, the ma- as he was paying off the debts, the mafia was like, okay, yeah, we actually will start doing that. And then by the time the movie came around, it like it they're like, yeah. oh yeah, this is the way the mafia is. And then like you said, all of the like trappings of the mafia that are in the movie, the mafia are like. Yeah. Okay, yeah, second round of this. Okay, but well, like that goes saying, to prove that the mafia were really strong at that point. After this, all right. So you're saying that they were able to go out there, make a movie, no problem. The um, mafia, the, the mafia's presence within American movies shows you that the assassination of John F. Kennedy ensured their survival. <laughs> Are you at the end of thesis? Yeah. Are you are you sure then though that like if they shot a president that they wouldn't like? Are you saying the American government like who were involved in Vietnam and stuff, right? That they would just be like, nah, fuck, we'll leave it off. Can't go near these guys. Well, I think like you said, they had bigger problems, bigger fish to fry. Oh, nice one. That's yeah. great. Great, you could mind that. So you're saying that that a president gets shot, but they're like. Oh, look, we'll deal with that in a while. Park that, park yeah. that, right? We just have to start out Vietnam first. Well, think about it this way. Oh, because think about it this way. Oh, one, one employee got killed. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It's an important no, employee. It's an important employee. But one, no doubt. But loads are dying in Vietnam. Yeah, but do you think it looks bad for them, though? Wouldn't the mafia be saying, like, I can probably just go up and piss on the White House lawn at this stage? And I think and they nothing did. can be done. I think the, I think this emboldened the mafia. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> I think it emboldened the mafia. I think the mafia said, "Oh, if we can get away with this, we can do the Sopranos." Yeah. So why did like um, John Gotti and everything get chased around the place and put into jail and all these other guys? Because the because the deep state was happy Kennedy died as well. It was two yeah, birds with one stone. But there was a there was a CIA guy there with a sniper rifle, and when all of this sh- kicked off, he <sighs> went, "Oh, thank God, <laughs> <laughs> that was easy." <laughs> my weekend's a lot different yeah um oh wait but so what i'm trying to say though is and i can't even remember it is let's say it goes on and they start cracking on the mafia again mm. like if i was in the mafia right if i was you know some castellano guy or whatever yeah. i'd go like hey right i'm headed a gambino family 
start shaking a gun at the current president going like you better lay off yeah and it well didn't. i can explain that i can explain that away with the concept of churn that the mm-hmm. the, the 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 employees of the mafia that were there in in this period in 1963 in 10 years time there's been a lot of churn within the organization Mm-hmm. So they don't have the kind of they wouldn't be able to pull this off. You were talking about uh, it ten years later, the mafia is probably in decline again. Okay, all right, yeah, I get, I get what you mean. So it's a change of personnel, yeah, has resulted in a in a different feeling in the White House and in the mafia to the point where they've actually just kind of forgotten about it, and the White House aren't even threatened by it anymore. Exactly, it's ancient history. Okay, <laughs> they've been <laughs> they've pretended to go to the moon in the meantime. America's changed. <laughs> Next, next theory, Dennis. The military-industrial complex. Critics of the military-industrial complex argue that powerful interests within this sector may have played a role in Kennedy's assassination. The theory suggests that Kennedy's reluctance to escalate the U.S. involvement in Vietnam and his pursuit of disarmament threatened the interests of those who profited from the war. Yeah, I buy that. You know what I was thinking the other day as well? Um, so I was, I was uh, without mentioning the country, just in case there's some sort of weird flags on Spotify mm. at the moment, right? But a little country in um, in the Middle East. Oh, they, they I can tell over. you, based on a friend of ours podcast, there definitely are flags. So right. be very well, careful. Uh, yeah, they went raising money, right? Uh, it, it's a different point anyway. They went raising money. This is ages ago, or decades ago. Yeah. But they went raising money in the US to try and um, get arms, right? And they raised like 150 million um, quid, right? It was It's like worth a billion today or something. Um but I was kind of thinking, would it just be the easiest sell ever, right? You just go to like the people who make the arms personally, and you're just like, hey, I swear to God, Roger, if you make a joke about arms, actual arms, right? I'm not. I see you smiling. I'm not. And you're, don't. Um, right? uh, but if you say like, oh, like, you know, we'll give us some money for this, and we'll just put a big invoice in then for a lot of stuff into Lockheed, whatever. Yeah. Job done. That makes I sense, think- right? Like, that's what they do. I think that does happen, does it not? It must do. Like, I, I don't know why it never clicks with me, but I was just like, oh, wait, that's like the biggest racket ever. You just go and raise money, but you're just giving, going to give it back um, to all these people then. I think there's also a thing of like, um, with those types of groups that y- you're like buying miscellaneous parts of them, but it's like everything. Missile. Oh, <laughs> a missile up your ass. Yeah, but but that you're you're buying miscellaneous parts, and then obviously you're constructing them. But you're like, as far as these people are like, well, we never knew they'd put together all the pieces of the guns that we that we sent them. Oh yeah, we were just selling them like a rifle, but we didn't think they were going to yeah. put it on a rifle. We didn't know. Uh, so Dennis, next theory, which kind of ties into that theory a bit, is LBJ's involvement. You're a big LGB. Uh, you're a big L. BJ fan. <laughs> LBJ as his friends. LBJ. Know. You're 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 an LB Johnson fan. Right? Um I don't know. Am I am I actually a fan of any American president? You're a fan of his worst impulses, you told me once. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> what, it that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so some conspiracy theories implicate Vice President LBJ in the assassination. Suggesting No way. No yeah, way. Yeah. Suggesting that's that no he way. had motives to become president. Yeah, okay, what theories. do you mean suggesting he had motives? Of course he fucking, <laughs> he's the vice president. These theories often point to Johnson's potential involvement with political or business interests that may have benefited from Kennedy's removal. Such as, for example, he was a much more like hardline military man than, than Kennedy. And, and you saw that with him disastrously building up Vietnam in the wake mm-hmm. of uh, Kennedy's assassination. Um... No, I don't. I just don't buy that he was ever involved. He is such uh, like he—he's so by the book. It's painful sometimes. There's no way he's going to kill. That's Kennedy. a small screen. He's not going to kill Kennedy. Smoke screen. I completely disagree on that. I wouldn't be surprised Why? if. He Why do you completely disagree? Tell me. I think oh, he you pulled the trigger. You're t- you're saying on this podcast that Lyndon, Lyndon B. killed JFK. <laughs> that's what you're saying. He's dead, isn't he? Uh, is he dead now? Yeah, I'm no. saying that then. <laughs> I'm saying it. I'm saying he pulled the trigger. Where was he? Uh, oh, I don't know actually where he was. Where was he? You should know that. 
Well, I'd say he was on the sixth floor of the Texas Book Depository. <laughs> <laughs> Shiny's rifle. Yeah. Um, so next theory, Dennis, is um, cover-up. Right Now, this kind of permeates a lot of the other theories. Many conspiracy theorists assert that there was a deliberate cover-up by the government to hide the true details of the assassination. This has led to suspicions about the thoroughness of the Warren Commission and the investigative body appointed to examine the events surrounding Kennedy's death. Now, I think this one's a little more nuanced than you might think it is, because mm-hmm. it's not just saying that there... So one side of this is saying that there is a cover-up of, like, one of the other conspiracy theories is also true, and it's implicated the CIA, and they tried to cover this up. But I think an interesting, a very interesting, like, spin on this is that there's also a theory... It completely broke the American psyche that the president could just be killed like that. Yeah. Um, during an already tense time, the um, the speculation on this theory is actually that the CIA they grabbed Oswald, right? They like grabbed him, set up a case against him because they need it answered as quickly as possible. Like, the, like if there's one thing worse than the president being killed. It's the president being killed and they're not... Having being, no idea who did it. Yeah. And that they they basically picked him and immediately, whether or not there was a second gunman or anything like that, they, they made the simplest narrative they could to get away with the story and they covered up everything else that was confusing the narrative. So are you saying to me now that the CIA... Uh, it was the CIA who did this? Mm. That they were doing it in the national interest... Well, what they would consider the national interest. Do you, do you think it's the national interest? I think truth is the national interest. <laughs> yeah, whatever form of truth you happen to I believe think in truth that day. Is, d- truth and disclosure, yeah. I think, are the are, um, in the national interest. I think okay. this one's very believable. I think it's smart. Yeah. I, so you're saying i mean it's such a good theory as well because it lets you have everything it lets you have everything you want um cake plate table the whole thing right <laughs> so you're saying that uh something could have happened one of the other theories could be true yeah but it's plausible to just get things under control that they've covered it up and just said it's this guy and whatever and yeah. just like left it at that because it's in their interest to do that. I think that's very good. I really, I, I think that's a great theory. And to tie this in further, at the end of the House Select Committee on Assassinations in 76, they, keep in mind, this is an, because people, you're talking about 10 years plus, people haven't been satisfied with the official narrative with the Warren Commission. Mm-hmm. So the government has been compelled to run this additional um, House Select Committee. At the end of that, they actually say that they can't rule out a conspiracy and that they think there's reason to believe that there might have been multiple shooters. That that's, that's also a potential. That was their findings. In their findings, they basically said that the Warren Commission is not a conclusive uh, breakdown of the assassination. So it, if it's easier for them to just go, okay, you know, there might. Do you know what it's like? It's very like if you've ever seen you know when um, you've probably seen in police procedurals and stuff like that, where like or or in in crime movies like that, where like two people might have been responsible for the murders, but they're like, we have a good case against this guy. We couldn't care less. Like, oh yeah, yeah. just get it, get it sorted, get this out the door. No, I can totally understand that. I think I think it works. It works well, and it's not like they've haven't done some shadowy stuff that's come out all you know and been completely proven. Yeah. But I think that I think that's a practical move for them to do that. Yeah. Um, Next theory, Dennis. This one is going to blow your socks off. It's, uh, aliens. Some people believe. Sorry? What? My socks are gone. What did you say? <laughs> aliens. Right. Now. This one is kind of a, a half theory. Can you quantify some people? Oh, no. So this is this is all tied to one thing. Okay. Okay. This is one. It's one of the rare instances where I'm not going to allege alien activity. But this is tied to one thing, which I swear to God, I didn't make up. I promise you I didn't make this up. Okay. Promise I didn't make this up. And also, um, 
unfortunately, I haven't been able to find evidence of it anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to take my word for this. But <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I have no alibi. Yeah, but, okay, but I, I was at the crime scene, but I, I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Uh, like I said, in, in some of the later commissions, they had to follow up every single lead that they got. Mm-hmm. And there is one, one woman who was there on the day who I think was in a car park. And in her, uh, in her statement, her witness statement, she said that she saw a grey alien uh, walk <laughs> through a car park. <laughs> Imagine if that was the time they decided to actually make contact. You'd know yeah, yeah. the day Kennedy was shot aliens. Oh, well, that's when you said earlier, what if somebody did this and it was a mistake? Or it was an accident? Well, mm. I'm thinking this is an accident. This is the accident. Did the alien like was he was he breathless? Like did he look worried? Did he have a gun? <laughs> he was sweating and he and he had a he had a, a man like a carcarno rifle. <laughs> <laughs> um but but he um he was just popping into a movie theater. Uh, so that's just a little I I honestly I tried to look for an hour yesterday to find that piece. I and I haven't I promise you I haven't made it up. Absolutely promise you haven't made You just up. can't find any source or information no. on the internet about it. But the pro- no, the problem is that I kept getting this will like shock you, but it's the first time it's ever happened to me. With any search words I put in, oh, I was getting go. too crazy. Like I was getting too crazy results. Yeah. Because I was putting in like JFK assassination UFOs. I was getting blogs where people were just full on saying that an alien had popped down and shot him with a laser gun. Like <laughs> stuff that's even too out there for me in this case. It's so a bit I, too Mars attack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we're on to our final theory now, Dennis. Okay. Right. Final theory is that along with Oswald up in the um, up in the book depository, that actually, oh, I also think that eyewitness that pegged him as being on the scene. I think they actually said he was on the wrong floor as well. There's a lot of confusion around that because one of the floors doesn't look like a floor in the book depository. That's neither here nor there. But this, uh, while Oswald was up there, the person who actually took the shot to kill Kennedy was none other than Santa Claus in a ghillie suit on a little hill in front of the motorcade. All right, that's all we have time for this week. No, Um, what are you, are you honestly? What are you saying? Santa Claus shot Kennedy. You've heard this theory suit. before. You've heard this. No, theory. I haven't. I haven't you heard have. this theory you must have heard when? about the grassy Noel. Oh, get the! F- Why are you celebrating? Why are you celebrating? You must have heard of that. <laughs> the grassy Why Noel. Why are you celebrating? Brilliant. God, Absolutely. just fucking joining words together. Horrendous. Absolutely brilliant. One of the on the best jokes. Uh, on the back of that, um, we may as well tell them no. Uh, we're going to take a little break uh, for Christmas, for Father Christmas. Yeah. Or the holiday <laughs> the, season. The grassy Noel has, has shot us both. I've just decided right now we're taking a break. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we're on episode 80. We're going to take a little break. Uh, we'll be back to you in the new year at some point. Yeah. Um, if you're on Patreon, we'll be pausing the Patreon, so don't worry about that. Yep. Uh, we will be pausing that, so you so won't, you won't be stealing, won't be stealing your money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but thanks so much for everyone who has supported on Patreon though um, it has been really nice it's been cool as well um, to just yeah. have secret chats that no one else knows about and, and in the meantime as well uh, if you're missing us you know it would be great to go back and, and listen to a few uh, earlier episodes if you forget any of them or even if you uh, if you could share us with your friends or anything you know in, in the meantime yeah. if we if we came back by the time we came back if we had an even broader church of people that would be amazing yeah. Yeah, so when you're home at Christmas now and they're saying, do you, do you get up so much there during yeah. the year? Say, I'm listening to this brand new podcast there. You should listen to it and then make your family listen to it, but on separate devices. Oh, my suggestion is find your weirdest uncle and sell it sell it hard to him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he'll be, he'll, he'll be well into it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I'm Dennis Len. You can find me Dennis Len 3D on Instagram and everywhere else. And over there is... Uh, Roger O'Sullivan. You can find me at Roger O'Comedy on Instagram and uh, TikTok. I'm on TikTok now as well. And I'm on Twitter as well, but I don't use that. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, on the back of that then, uh, love you. Bye.